0: RT right, Live Talk, Monday, early edition, excited to connect, looking forward to find out what's on your radar. And I uh, wanted to check in earlier today, just because there's a lot of subjects worth touching on and I couldn't help but pass by this uh, fake Facebook <laughs> outage. And then in the midst of all this, it looked like it's back up. But then again, there's just so many questions as to why, why now? And then more importantly, the personal data that was allegedly uh, sold off on some type of open forum Puts uh, more people's personal security at risk. So is Facebook actually beneficial? Uh, yeah, for harvesting data, but not necessarily for the people. But anyway, curious to find out what you guys think. Uh, curious to get your take on this. And so let me see. We're going to do another live stream later on the, this evening as well, because I have more, more enough subject matter to touch on. Didn't want to cram it all into one uh, live stream. So I figured I will just stream and check in a little bit earlier, find out what's going on. And I think this is probably the first live stream of October. Yeah, because I didn't do one uh, on Friday. So uh, happy October to you guys. It was the fourth day. And uh, man, it's going to be an interesting month to say the least. But uh, let's dive in. So, as always, for those that are new to the community, want to welcome you and uh, appreciate you for taking time to bless us with your presence. Curious to find out uh, what's on your radar, what you guys been keeping an eye on, lots of things to talk about. And then this whole Facebook situation, uh, just the personal side of things. I, I think for myself, when I came across this earlier, uh, when it when it went down, as well as Instagram and WhatsApp, I kind of felt a relief. It kind of felt good to not have those things up because I'm assuming more people were forced to find other things to do with their time rather than just stroll up and down, uh, posting a, lo- a whole lot of fake nothingness. But anyway, uh, we can talk about that as well as whatever else. So, welcome to the live stream. Uh, and uh, let me see here. Let me jump right into it. So we got uh, cold dust says not a single tear has been shed uh, this day for that. People rejoice in the failure of Facebook. No, oh, not rejoicing the failure. I could care less. I mean, Facebook, as well as all these other social media platforms, they're designed for one purpose. And they've done a good job of that. They give you something free so that they can harvest your data. Basically, build a, uh, a uh, Internet or a um, a a, 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 a was it? a proto a profile of your entire lifestyle so they can sell back to you as well as uh prepare us for the fourth industrial revolution of being able to track trace and monitor every move that's all this stuff is for and so the fact that facebook has been used as a weapon against us makes me feel kind of good that it went down and i was actually hoping to stay down longer than what it did but uh there's always hope and uh let me see here uh 92 says second feast uh of the trumpets we got uh Project Yaris. We got Lewis says hello. We got Jojo checking in. Uh, We got Mark Carl Art checking in. It's NSA book. Yeah, and that's the thing. So so everybody everybody that's awake and aware know that the primary purpose of all these social media platforms is especially controlled by these publicly traded companies. At this point, they're all in bed with NSA and government. So they're all used as tools to spy on the American people. And of course, it's no coincidence that Uh, After that sixty minutes uh, whistleblower uh, situation, that within a couple hours there's a alleged hack as well as whatever else happened. So still trying to dive into why that happened, but uh, a lot of things to be concerned about. Just because approximately, according to the information, it was given out over one billion people personal information. You know, number. uh, Let me actually jump right into it. But uh, this what caught my attention earlier, and I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. But here is a Little uh, disclosure TV, so I came across this this afternoon, and I'm definitely like we got to touch on this just because it's so not the first time, it won't be the last. But then again, it's some of the consequences or repercussions that people don't really consider is that if this information which is allegedly data of over 1.5 billion Facebook users is being sold on a popular hacking related forum. Data contains usernames, emails, phone numbers, locations, gender, and user ID. So with just the phone numbers, that's access to your phone. So they have all those techie type of attacks they can do your emails. You can get spammed up the Y zoo. So between your name, your email, your number, that's more than enough information. I think to probably really cause some damage Because if this was a real sophisticated, you know, hacking event, those people obviously know how to get to individual people if they need to. So uh, just stuff to be concerned about. And this is the world we live in where we are. All our lives are based upon the Internet and, and companies and whether or not they have good enough security to protect your data. And that's why I think one of the benefits of this whole blockchain techni- technology space is that there's ways that uh, this is not a centrally controlled point of failure, i.e. in Facebook. So when I saw that, I knew it was worth touching on because uh, this is going to be used as a it's already turned into a major distraction, in my opinion, to, to get us started for the month of October. And we have more than enough stuff on the way, including that. Uh, what is it? The Pandora Papers or whatever that is. So we're gonna to touch on that as well later on this evening. But uh, let me see here, uh, Sanjeev, if I'm not saying that incorrectly. Appreciate the love offer, my friend. Thank you for being a blessing. But uh, I want to get your thoughts on this, and so let me uh, share with you a couple other things that caught my attention. And uh, let me just jump right in. So. I didn't get a chance to watch this, but I knew it was happening, but I just wasn't, didn't really care to really watch it just because I know uh, there's been a, some, some news about, uh, uh, I think it was Instagram that went before one of the committee hearings or whatnot. And they were questioning uh, how uh, Instagram, it it catered towards playing with, you know I think it was young girls' emotions causing a lot of mental damage. And so by this point, over the last year plus, where more people have been glued to their cell phones and to, you know, uh, uh, entertainment gadgets such as this. It does a lot of damage for a lot of people. And I think it's pretty much shaped the world we're in now to where even just thumbing through some of this article here. uh, The lady who was, you know, Francis was talking about how the algorithms and how they literally they, they play on. They play upon people's emotions. And the primary reason. That's a tool because it profits them and it keeps your attention on this site glued in. And so it goes into a lot of other things, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts. If people actually have, you know, if you end up watching it, let me know. Cause I'm curious. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but 60 minutes, shine some bad light on Facebook. Then the next day it goes down for how many, I think it was about maybe five, six hours and uh, no love loss. I'm not really caring too much, but it's just the fact that a billion people have been exposed so, just think about this in this world we live in, where it don't take much to really get to people. If it was uh, um, a, a deliberate act or an attack on somebody, because with your cell phone number, you, as I mentioned before, your cell phone number, your email, and all that information, there, a lot more damage can be done. And so, I saw some of the warnings that was uh, put out there, saying that don't don't be surprised if more people get spamming calls, as well as you know spam emails. But think about this: how how dangerous this is we've seen more than enough, uh, hacking events and I can't think off the top of my head, but there are some, some, some Israeli software, uh, comes to mind. And literally it's one of those things where it, it, all it takes is you to open up an email. If you open up an email, bam, you had, they have instant access to whatever device you open up on and you don't even know it. That's how sophisticated this, uh, hacking stuff is nowadays. So with over 1 billion people information exposed I'd imagine out of those 1 billion people there's probably a, a nice percentage of people that are probably celebrities you know high net worth individuals or pol- politicians you never know who's you know sprinkled in between there and so just right then and there instant access to all your devices and the sad part is we've been lured into thinking that having a smart home, is the way to go with, you know, the ring doorbells and the smart cameras in your house, smart fridge, smart TV, smart, everything's smart in your house. This one point billion, you know, information is more than enough to get inside your house as well. So they can watch you outside your house, watch you in your house. So, yeah, it, it, it's a lot bigger than what the, the media might you know paint this out to be. But yet here we are. And this, this is the age we're in. Should we be surprised? Of course not. It's just interesting how this happened the first week of October amongst the Pandora papers and stuff like that. So uh, not a coincidence, a deliberate, deliberate act. And of course we've always, we're suspecting and expecting some type of an event sometime soon because of the cyber polygon. So don't be surprised, but um, I would just want to say that, uh, yeah, the phishing attacks, there we go. So yeah, definitely. Th- that's it. Uh, but it's one of those things where this is just one event. First week of October, be ready for more. Be ready for more and uh, let's keep it moving. But anyway, so, you know, poor, poor, poor Zuckerberg. (laughs) He loses five point nine billion in a day. Oh, poor thing. But he his net worth is one hundred and fifty billion (laughs) dollars. And so I don't really think he's hurting much, but uh, I'm sure he'll be willing to sacrifice this. So my question is, is this a attack against him and his entity? Is this a false flag event or is this like a, a real, uh, uh, you know, a grassroots style hacking event against Facebook to expose them for all of this, which also puts our country, uh, at, at great risk as well for whatever that's worth because, you know, Facebook happens to be a part of the whole fang stocks. And so as we saw today, (laughs) <laughs> the S and P did a nice little dip this week and all the tech stocks happened to sell off as well. So uh starts off the weeks with a sell off. And of course, everybody, you know, I'm seeing more and more of the Robert Kiyosaki's uh, interview last week, talking about October being the great crash. So a lot of mainstream news sources is pumping that up. Let's me know that, you know, they want more fear, more panic out here, probably heading into this whole negotiation of which Biden basically told Republicans to get out of the way. Let us, you know, create these trillions, but anyway, S and P fell one point three percent. Dow Jones slipped point nine. Facebook down five percent. Twitter was down. Snapchat was down. You name it. Apple was down. Amazon was down. And so, our country is is built upon technology and the tech sector. So wherever it goes, our nation goes. So, do you think the government will have to step in and try to? figure out some way to regulate even more and try to <laughs> who knows maybe anyway uh i just wanted to bring it to the forefront early just because i think it's worth touching on touching on but yet the greater concerns is the risk that the 1.5 billion people who are now exposed possibly to whoever out there on the internet that could definitely find a way into your life somehow through your phone your internet or anything like that so but anyway man let's uh, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you guys think there's all types of subjects we won't be long today just because we got our our live stream at 930, but I did want to check in and get some thoughts. So feel free to talk. Let's talk. I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Thinking about doing more of the uh, just, you know, shorter live stream segments just to get some thoughts, get more callers in. So if you guys are interested, if you want to give me a call, the phone lines are open. We'd love to hear what's on your radar, what's on your mind. And of course there's more subjects. We can touch on more of them, but I don't want to you know, bog you guys down with it too much. Uh, But I see some thoughts out here. It says, imagine you get Imagine you participated for your job and then laid off a few, few days later. Ah, yeah, we can go down that rabbit hole, too, man. Um, <laughs> a lot of people will be mad regardless. And so it's going to require an, a, an overall adjustment to how life, how you handle life. That's all. And I, it, depending on how you look at it, it can be a blessing because it's going to force a lot of people to take a lot of responsibility upon themselves, which they've advocated to so many other entities. I.e. placing your entire livelihood, present and future in the hands of a single individual or a, or a company exposes you to just, you know, having a single source, of, a single, source of in, single source of income is dangerous. And people are going to find out that. But also it's going to force people to have to cut on those creative, get those creative juices flowing on figuring out how they can you know, get back out here and be productive, ultimately. So uh, and then I, I just saw on the NBA side of things, it looks like Andrew Wiggins, who last week put up a good front uh in regards to not wanting to participate because of his religious beliefs i think but then all of a sudden i saw reports over the weekend saying that he's participating and out of the 600 or so nba players you mean basketball for those of man i know that's you know one of my you know my first passions there and so i follow it somewhat relatively don't watch it as much but uh watching these videos on the on the alternative site i actually posted one in the telegram And it's from uh, Dr. Malone and some German immunologists out there. And there's been some real alternative knowledge and basically saying that uh, ADE and all that stuff that, you know, has been brought up here before how, you know, by the more people that participate, the more at risk those who have not participated will be because the ultimate conduit for more of this Pandemic to continue to increase is through those that participate. And I'm thinking about all the reports that are coming out now of young individuals, men, women, you name it, but I'm seeing more predominantly in the men having heart issues and having strokes and I actually posted an article in the telegram as well, talking about more people. I think there's a 25% increase over the summer of heart attacks, like young, relatively healthy people having heart attacks. And of course, all those people, participated so it's like think about from a sports standpoint you got all these young athletes in great shape not really in danger from any type of you know viruses out there that they couldn't beat naturally but now they're going to put their life on the line to where they might end up having long heart type issues which uh yeah it, it's going to be tragic man and of course we all know that this is being set up for this winter when the season change and all the things that come with that how it's going to be issues so but uh that's just where we at people that's where we at. But I'm curious to get you guys thoughts. What do you think about this Facebook? So it looks like Facebook is back up. I'm hearing. And, uh, will you use it the same? Do you feel as comfortable using Facebook and based upon how, you know, they've been censoring and curtailing all the information from people speaking their version of truth. Do you even, do you even mess with Facebook like that? I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Cause I know myself over the last, eh, let me see five, about five years, about four or five years. I remember I got on Facebook, 2009, I think it was 2010 or something like that. And over the last five years or no, six years actually of doing, rethinking a dollar, I literally use social media, the way that they use the way they look to use me. And so once I realized that social media itself, all these platforms that are free, the sole will, the sole way they make money is to basically harvest your data and use you as a product to then sell your information, to make money off of you, I'm thinking like, why would I continue to post my memories of my family and all my greatest memories on this platform for them to try to market back to me? So I literally share nothing but social media stuff that I want to use to inform people to wake people up rather than share my own personal life just because I don't like being sold to. I'd rather do the selling. (laughs) That's just me. But uh, so, yeah, use you use these platforms and don't let them use you. Uh, Jimmy says, I feel the same way at Facebook. Uh, Bernard said, Facebook is still down. Okay, so I'm assuming it's 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 scattered in between. What about uh, Instagram? Is that still down And WhatsApp? Yeah, once I found out WhatsApp was uh, not as secure as they made it seem or the way it initially started, I dropped it. And, of course, if, if you go to, uh, let me actually pull this up here. It looks like uh, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter and Facebook, or Twitter Twitter and um, Signal have been making fun of uh, Instagram all day long. And so it's funny to see how, uh, let me see, I'm going to pop this up real quick. And then, uh, <laughs> so literally just go to Facebook or to Twitter and it's everywhere. But it's, it's interesting, all these jokes and how they're using uh, all types of memes. And like this one right here is, is <laughs> Mr. Bean. <laughs> this is comedy. So, was, uh, uh, so this is interesting, man. But anyway, uh curious to get your thoughts, man. What do you guys think, man? If you guys want to talk? If not, we can dial back. It wasn't going to be long. I just wanted to check in real quick, get some thoughts, share my two cents. But the greater risk happens to be the data that's probably in the hands of whoever knows right now. So don't be surprised if your phone start ringing from some mysterious numbers. Don't answer. Because <laughs> if you answer, they might be able to get access to your phone and therefore all your personal information and everything else. You get some fake emails. You better not open it. There goes your stuff. Uh, let me see. Rib says 40% of Facebook is bots. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Um, David, ICI, uh, ICIJ is Soros control. Uh, no doubt. And then uh, once again, we're going to touch on that more later tonight. But once again, how can you not you know, pay attention to that? Just because how, how <sighs> interesting is that to be thrown out here on a Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, to Be a freshly created website with all these, you know, 600 reporters been collaborating behind the scenes with all this information, and it's about primarily a lot of foreign, you know, diplomats and politicians and celebrities. And and most of the stuff that they're trying to funnel around is done. What currencies are done in it's all done in fiat Federal Reserve notes. And then they will, of course, they want to say that you know, Bitcoin is used for money laundering. Okay, yeah, those people have been smuggling Federal Reserve notes, the most utilized. Uh, counterfeit slash uh, criminal activity currency on the planet. But yet all those individuals, uh, all that's going to be used as an excuse for this infrastructure bill because of those two or three different pieces of legislation within that bill, which are designed to push this whole increased tax as well as to diminish the transparent or to create transparency in taxing the wealthy, trying to get all those untaxed, uh, 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 as Biden would say to have the rich pay their fair share. So you better believe Bernie Sanders is going to jump on this. Elizabeth Warren going to jump on this and Biden. Gonna, I mean, all these puppies going to jump on that because they can say that we see how there's been, was I think it was 1.7 some type of tr- $1.7 trillion or something out there that's being funneled through all types of ways. Those are, those are legal tax, tax loops, that have been created for the wealthy that they've been using for decades, hundreds of years. And all of a sudden, now, when the government, the United States government, needs an extra 1.9, 3.5, or how many ever trillion, does those papers come to light as if anybody really truly give a damn? You know, that's the problem. Nobody really truly gives a damn. More people are concerned if they were paying attention to what would be the most important thing to pay attention to would be the deliberate withholding of all those cargo ships. surrounding the world right now. The fact that, you know, regulatory policy as well as a direct uh, attack on uh, the supply chain itself, it's not just no bottleneck where, you know, it happens to be a a mistake. It's a deliberate attack to starve out the American people as well as European people, you name it. This is a part of their deliberate destruction plan to bring in more hurt and more pain heading into this winter. So it puts the politicians in a better position to be able to say, we need this legislation. People are hurting. We need all these funds to be spent for them. That's what all this is about. But it's just interesting to see it as it unfold. And so one, one thing I noticed uh, just on my part, just trying to you know pay attention to more things, really try to stay ahead of the curve somewhat as best I can and really focusing on getting the my calories up. And so, of course, preparatory type stuff, all types of foods, anything you do normally do a little bit more. And you probably want to do more than you normally do. And so I was trying to figure out all the categories of things worth continuing to talk about. And so, of course, you got your lead, you got your calories. I'm ranting just because Oh, phone been ringing. I apologize. <laughs> but I got more stuff than I want to talk about. Anyway, hello, caller. What's name we call it from? Social media, the way that they use. Hello? Hello. Hi there. Can you, can, can you mute the uh, computer or mute the phone? I can't hear you. Yeah. Can you, can you mute the phone? Mute Mute the computer? Hello. Uh no, I'm uh, I'm uh, not on the computer right now. Oh, there you but go. I noticed you were talking about the heart attacks and that. Yes, sir. What's what, first of all, what's your name uh, if you don't mind? mind Where are you calling is from? Phil, I'm from Connecticut. Phil from Connecticut. What's going on, Phil? Heart attacks. What's up?
1: Well, I saw a um a, a thing on this Dr. Campbell from the UK, mm-hmm. and he said that the uh the danger with the two um the the Pfizer and the Moderna is that the manufacturers said that the um the injections had to go into a muscle Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the uh cdc and the who told the uh people given the shots not to do it Mm -hmm. because um, what they're supposed to do is they inject into your shoulder muscle mm-hmm. and they're supposed to aspirate, pull back on the syringe a little bit, yeah, and if it gets blood into it, then that means they're into a vein they're supposed to throw that one away and try again mm-hmm. because if they inject straight into your bloodstream, mm-hmm. that's where you get the problem with the heart attacks. <sighs>
0: Okay. So I wasn't aware with that, but thanks for sharing that. And and so that's, uh, uh you know, for, for those that are, you know, wanting to participate and whatnot, and that's, I guess, something you might want to be aware of, uh, but it's, yeah, it's dangerous. The, yeah.
1: the problem is, is the manufacturers, Pfizer and Moderna said, do not inject it into a blood vessel, you have to aspirate it and do it into a muscle to make sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the CDC and the, and the WHO blew that off, you know, mm. Yeah, uh, because they said, Oh, well it might hurt people a little bit more.
0: Yeah. They've been blowing off a lot of things, especially the fact that it was, I think the, the little board said that for the boosters, it was, you know, 16 or two that they shouldn't do it. And of course they were overridden by the, you know, the head out of the FDA. So, um, Yeah, I don't really give them people much credit these days because they are deliberately, they're bought and paid for. So they got an agenda, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, they do. So if you get a chance, Mm -hmm. you can, uh, this is on YouTube. The guy's name is Campbell. Mm -hmm. His last name. Yeah. He's a doctor from the UK. All
0: right. I will check it out. Appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for calling in. All
1: right. Take care.
0: Yeah, be good. Uh, Yeah, just a little information there worth uh, being aware of. So, yeah, just that's one of many, 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 many things worth talking about. But uh, David says they say the Panama Papers are informative. They don't tell you uh, Mossack will foresee any leads to in, uh, in in London. OK. On to Centrum. OK. OK. Owned by Rothschild. OK. So that's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff in that little detail in there. Um, owned by the Rothschild. OK. So that's another great point. So none of the details from basically all the couple, two or three articles I scanned through, none of the details are really, truly informative. They're only geared upon the first layer of puppets that have taken, you know, 20 million, 20 billion, 20. I mean, it's all, you know, the millions of course, but nowadays millions are not really what they used to be when you have Buku guys in the billions and governments looking to pass trillions. So, you know, the, the, the the nominal number doesn't really, you know, blow my mind the way it used to. Of course, I'm nowhere near all those numbers, but still. But to your point about owned by the Rothschilds, So none of the people that was exposed from any of the politicians or whatever, they're all, as I say, first layer puppets. But then again, they they're deliberately put out in the light because they're expendable. Like they're people that can be thrown under the bus because they are a sacrifice basically for an agenda. So once again, but well before today's Facebook, you know, I was going to talk about those papers just because that would have been my, what I was anticipate being the first <sighs> false distraction of the October leading to the many other things we're going to experience this month. And it's all designed to keep our attention off of other events they never want us to focus solely on the health side of things and what they're doing to people. And of course, the governmental situation, Biden's out here talking about he can do this, you know, without Republicans. Sure, go ahead and do what you got to do. He'll come down about 2 trillion, don't no longer need 3.5, but he'll negotiate with them type of thing. And so all that stuff he's talking about the overwhelming majority of the people are for that. And then on another note, I forgot to mention that this week Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve, they're going to come out with their white paper for uh, the consumer um, to, to, to have it, you know, to get consumer feedback. So I'm going, we're going to talk about that because once they put up some type of forum, that's going to be the time where we just as the alternative media, especially we bombard their websites with why wow, we don't want a CBDC We don't need a CBDC. What we what we should probably tell them is that we need more options. We need gold, silver to be utilized and recognized as lawful money. And then on top of that, just for the sake of laughs and giggles, bring back the United States notes. That'll be something worthwhile because those are still legal tender instruments. So we I want options. I don't want to be narrowed down to where cash eventually is taken away from me either through hyperinflation or some type of cashless society push to where they we're just stuck with a dang CBDC. And then, of course, you'd use alternative stuff, but we want options. So I want to try to find out how, what their approach will be when it comes time to release those papers. And I want to encourage everybody to go bombard their servers, telling them we don't want a CBDC. And, of course, they're not going to listen. Just the fact they're trying to get consumer you know, sentiment is just a bunch of hocus pocus. But, oh, more importantly, Mark, great point, junk silver constitutional silver your average nickels dimes and quarters put some silver back in our coinage that's the best way that we could be free from the monetary beasts but don't hold your breath it's just you know for show for now adam says mike i think all players have been already dealt with this is all optics globally why to get to gently wake up the sleepers otherwise silver unrest everywhere um, Adam, that's a good point there. And that's definitely something that's possible. So he- here's my only thing with that. Uh, it's all optics, no doubt. It's all political theater in the greatest form. And all these events are cl- clearly are not coincidental. They're intentional. So these are a part of their dist- their distraction tactics. But then again, to gently wake up the sleepers, otherwise civil unrest everywhere. And so I think, unfortunately, civil unrest is coming regardless. And as I mentioned beforehand, the supply chain uh, by them seizing up the supply chain intentionally, that right there will lead to shortage of everything, which will create the chaos leading leading to civil unrest. And so I think the whole supply chain situation, of course, the mainstream media telling us that, you know, by this this holiday shopping, you know, it's going to be hard. And all, they're setting a framework for more desperation, more destruction, more uh, just complete they're destabilizing things at every form, in every facet. So therefore they want civil unrest. And I think they probably want it definitely by spring. So give or take this next three months of this year, they're going to try to try hopefully balance out this system and not lose control of it completely. Because at any minute I'm watching as, you know, the China situation and all the third, fourth, fifth, sixth other developing companies underneath them who are invested in Evergrande, how they're all interconnected. So that can be an issue there. Then, of course, you know, Taiwan is still a hot zone. China's putting pressure on them. You name it, man. There's more than enough events. So I think the goal is to try to get through the rest of this year if they can. Into next year, who knows what the hell is going to happen next year. But uh, stuff is just out there, man. So we got some thoughts out there. So people say, I can't post on Facebook. And then we got Facebook is trash. <laughs> oh, blackouts in China. Oh, yeah. So that's a whole other issue as well. And so I saw some comments on that and uh, it it looks like a lot of that or not a lot, but enough of that has to do with just the whole push to try to claim, talk about going green, no carbon emissions to where they might've shut down some coal plants or whatnot. And because they're not (sighs) uh, trading as well as they used to with Australia, majority of their coal comes from Australia. And so I saw a video earlier that they're still getting their coal from Australia, but they're diverting it to Vietnam, Vietnam to China to make it look like that they're you know mad at Australia for all the you know stuff that's happened over the last couple of months. So that's just one more event that could possibly be a, the case. But anyway, um, yeah. So Facebook, man, and for those that are just plugging in, my whole point is just talking about this, whether it's up or down, doesn't matter. All they're doing is harvesting your data. They use you. And hopefully you guys use them. And so all my business people, all my entrepreneurs, bombard Facebook with all your information, hopefully trying to educate and be a blessing. to Other people don't just post all your family and your personal information out there as if like somehow, some way, you know, a a good majority of your followers or subscribers actually care about your personal life like that. I just hate the fact how Facebook has turned into fake book. There's so many people out there. They only post what they want the world to see. And none of it is really true, unfortunately, or if it's true, it's a watered down version of it. So when Facebook went down or still down or whatever, I feel kind of relieved just because I'm thinking like, wow, that frees up somebody's time to go spend time and invest in something or do something, read a book or something like that, rather than just using your fingers, man. We've been conditioned to use our fingers too much, get nothing done while they just basically lie to us and profit off of our attention span. But anyway, that's all she wrote, people. I just want to check in real quick. We're going to be back at it, 9.30 tonight. Bring a topic, tell a friend, and join us then. Other than that, I will see you guys this evening. If you enjoyed this little live stream real quick, hit the thumbs up button. Let me know if you guys want to connect in sooner just to get in more topics throughout the day, uh, just to keep people in tune as to what's going on, man. That's, that's the goal. So anyway, uh, see you guys later. Peace. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day, your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos and more importantly, the five reasons to unplug for the monetary matrix with the first one being the awakening period. Step number one, test your dollar IQ, 10 simple questions, average is 60%, follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon. Get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube. Any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is connect off air. Scroll down to the very bottom. You can find rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.